Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ramadan ended. It departed. It was a, a dear guest that came and left us. No sooner had it started than it finished. One can't believe the speed this month ended with. It's, it's just, it feels like a snap of a finger. <clears throat> it feels like it's a dream that we had. But we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to accept. We thank Allah Azza wa Jal for prolonging our lives to live long enough to reach it and then fast it and to pray the Qiyam prayers during it and all other acts of worship which He, the Almighty, enabled us to perform. The important question here after Ramadan had ended and after it had departed, have we achieved the objective of Ramadan? Perhaps they would attain taqwa, piety? Did we give Ramadan its due right or not? The answer to these questions is found by looking at our state after Ramadan. Because that will reflect what we have benefited from Ramadan. See, people after Ramadan are one of three. There is no fourth to them. The first type are people who were upon obedience. They were actually pious before the beginning of Ramadan. They had performed acts of worship before Ramadan. They were keen on drawing near to Allah Azza wa Jal before Ramadan. And when Ramadan came, they multiplied their effort. And they added, and they worked harder and harder and multiplied everything. So if they were reciting a juz in Ramadan, they made it five, ten, whatever. I know a brother who came to me from the community. And we were talking. He just came to say salam from the door. He said, my father is used to going to Umrah every Ramadan and stay the last ten nights in the haram, i'tikaf. And do nothing but Salah and Quran. So this year he was deprived. So he stayed at home, gave everything up, and recited the entire Quran every single day from morning to night. He focused on nothing but this and Qiyam. So there are people who were upon piety, who were upon obedience and worship. And this is the first type. And they increased in Ramadan and took full. They utilized the opportunity to its maximum. They took full advantage of the month. And by the end of the Ramadan, their ranks are raised 
And they, inshallah, are amongst those whom Allah Azza wa Jal had freed from the fire of hell. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make us amongst them. The second category is the exact opposite of this. People who were upon disobedience and they were negligent. And they remained as such during the month of Ramadan. If they did not increase in committing more sins. And these are the true losers. These are the ones about whom the Prophet ﷺ said, as reported by a Tirmidhi classified as authentic by Albani, رَغِمَ أَنْفُ رَجُلٍ May Allah humiliate, rub his nose in the dust. Literally, rub his nose in the dust, meaning humble him and humiliate him. Who is this type of person? Who Ramadan enters and leaves whilst he was not forgiven. He didn't do anything to deserve forgiveness from Allah These are indeed losers. And the only chance for these people is to make up now. Truly turn to Allah in repentance. Be sincere with Allah. Be true to themselves. Be fair to themselves. Stop wronging themselves. And that sincere and true repentance will, inshallah, wipe out everything before. So there is a chance as long as they're alive. But they need to hasten because they don't know when death will come. The third category of people is the majority of people. People who were kind of heedless, doing and not doing before Ramadan. But as soon as Ramadan started, they hastened. They took part of that race. They participated. They started performing Qiyam, reciting Quran, reciting dhikr, spending in charity, being dutiful to their parents and maintaining ties to their kinfolks. And, and they did. And their hearts became soft and they cried and... They asked Allah, they asked forgiveness, they repented to Allah Azza wa But when Ramadan ended, they started the decline in the slope. And to these people, I say, and I ask Allah to forgive me and forgive them. Whoever was worshipping Allah Azza wa Jal during the month of Ramadan, Allah Azza wa Jal is the same Lord you need to worship in Shawwal, Dhul Qi'dah, Dhul Hijjah, and all of the months of the year. Allah, whom you worshipped in Ramadan, is the same creator, the same sustainer, the same caretaker you need the rest of the year. The same forgiver, you need him to forgive the rest of the year. Because we will continue to sin. So just like we turned to him in repentance and sought his forgiveness during Ramadan, and we're very eager and keen on doing that. Well, he's the same one who forgives and accepts repentance after Ramadan. How can one go back to recording or having the angels record in his record of these sins after the record was cleared, was reset to zero. How can one 
run towards the fire of hell after Allah had freed him from that. And that's why the Prophet used to ask Allah saying, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hawri ba'd al-kawr. Oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from deviation after guidance. He sought refuge in Allah from deviation after Allah Azzawajal enabled him to be on the path. Well, he never deviated, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, but it's a teaching. It is a way of teaching his ummah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And that's why one of the most du'as he used to say, Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qalbi ala deenik. O you fluctuator of the hearts, Keep my heart firm on your religion. Because in Ramadan, we were upon faith, upon obedience, upon piety. So we need to ask Allah to keep us on that, like the Prophet said. And we need to seek refuge in Allah from deviation after we have been guided, as the Prophet said taught us. And we need to remember, brothers and sisters, that the process of worship and drawing near to Allah and trying to save ourselves from the fire of hell is not a seasonal matter. Allah instructed Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, وَعْبُدْ رَبَّكَ Worship your Lord until certainly has come to you. Certainty here is referring to death. We don't know when death is going to come. The angel of death is not going to send us a WhatsApp message or a, a note on Facebook or an email or rings us or send us a text message. He comes when he's commanded. When the term ends for one of us, he comes and takes that soul with no permission. He doesn't recognize places, times, ages, colors, ethnicity, faith, anything. He just comes and so we need to worship Allah until that angel comes, which is a time that is not disclosed to us, and that's dangerous. Another matter that's very important to remember is that Allah Azza wa changed. Chained the devils during Ramadan. The masters of the devils during Ramadan. So after, the Ramad after Ramadan had ended, they are extremely keen on deviating us. They work very hard 24-7 to make sure that we commit sins so that we don't benefit from the month of Ramadan. So that we st start losing zeal. And this beautiful effect of Ramadan starts fading away because the more we commit sins, the more it goes. The trace of piety on the heart and the face and the body will fade away the more we commit sins. So the devils are going to be very keen and work very hard to make us commit sins so that we become easy prey for them and deviate us from the path of Allah and lead us directly to the fire of hell. And that's why we need to continue 
performing the same acts of worship we had performed in Ramadan. Yes, no one will have the same level of faith after Ramadan that he had or she had during Ramadan because Ramadan, during Ramadan, Allah facilitates things. It's enough that he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, chains the devils. So what is required or what is expected from us is to perform the types of worship, but at a lower scale. Okay, we were performing taraweeh every night for whatever, hour, hour and a half, two hours. And during the last 10 nights, we were performing uh, qiyam for the majority of the night. And the rest of the night, we were supplicating Allah, reciting Quran, maybe uh, asking Allah's forgiveness, istighfar, dhikr. So we utilize the, the full night. After Ramadan, this is not going to be, this is not expected. Because things are not as facilitated. However, we should not stop it altogether. Pray half an hour, 20 minutes every night. Make it after the sunnah of Salatul Isha, which is considered to be Qiyamul Layl, but in the beginning of the night. It's best at the end of the night because of the third of the night when Allah descends. That's much better and higher in reward. But if you can't, then make it in the beginning of, of the night. If you can't perform it every night, every other night, we're saying 20, 30 minutes in the beginning. If you can before Fajr, that's wonderful. But if you can't in the beginning, so you don't deprive yourself from the act of worship of Qiyam. We have performed Qiyam a full month and therefore we are able we might not be doing it at the same scale, but we are able to do it. Fasting. We fasted a full month. So why should we stop? After the 6th of Shawwal, why don't we make it a habit that we fast Mondays and Thursdays? If we can't, then at least the three, night, the three days in the middle of the month. But do not stop Fasting completely. Reciting the Quran. Now, Allah Azza wa knows our situation. Some of us might be, might get ill. Uh, some have to work longer hours after Ramadan. Some travel. Some. So we have certain situations where we cannot uh, allocate as many hours during the day as we used to do in Ramadan. And that's why Allah Azza wa Jal said, فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسَّرَ مِنْ Recite as much of it as you can. And I'll give you an easy way to recite a lot in a very short period. Before and after every prayer, that's five prayers a day. If you allocate two to four minutes, two to four minutes, that's not, a, that's not time. We're not talking about time here at all. Two to four minutes. Two to four minutes, so that's four to eight minutes per prayer. So that's 20 to 40 minutes after the entire five prayers have, had finished. 20 minutes you can recite easily 
one juz. For people who are fast and well acquainted with the recitation of the Quran, it'll take them 15. People who are slow, it'll take them 20. Those who are very slow might take them 30 minutes. So add another 10 minutes and you'll have a full juzu. And if you make him four minutes after, before and after every prayer, instead of two minutes, you'll end up with two juzu at the end of the day. So at the lower uh, possibility, of which is the two minutes, you'll complete the, the, the entire Quran at the end of the month. So you'll finish 11 times before the advent of the following Ramadan. And with the higher possibility, which is the four minutes, you will finish Ramadan, the, 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 the Mus'haf twice every month. So that's 22 times before the advent of the following Ramadan. So it's doable. It's just that the shaitan comes and makes it mission impossible. Oh, I, how can I recite the full juz every day or two juz every day? Well, if you break it down, it becomes much easier. And that's, I only limited that to the five daily prayers. If one would put another two or three intervals to add to that, he can achieve it much easier or increase of, uh, in the number of pages he or she would be able to recite. The idea here, brothers and sisters, is not to stop worship. It is a process that is continuous. It is something that we must do in order to rescue ourselves. Our salvation is depending, after the mercy of Allah on how we perform in this life. And this life is going to end fast. We ask Allah Azza wa to accept Ramadan and to enable us to maintain our acts of worship after it. Allahumma ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.